Oh, Dave, we have scat sex. Now, welcome to our 52nd episode. Fuck yeah, happy new year. Man, we've got a pretty busy 2023 plan. We're going all over the country, including our nation's capital. I feel like that's a bad idea. And Angus is a chaos, Dave. I know, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's good. All right, whatever. I'm Angus Blackburn Jr. This guy's Dave Crackerberry. Now, and on this here show, we do all sorts of shit. We do. Dave and I are in the process of hitting all 50 states. And I think Angus has been literally hitting the face in each of them. So far, it's a pretty high percentage, yeah. Now, but next week, we're going to Florida. Now, we're excited. And Angus needs some vitamin D, Dave. Now, I can't wait to get some sunshine. But today's show, we've got a top five. We've got a movie review. Right. Plus, Angus is teaching his kids to curse in the bedtime story. Yeah, I'm really getting in trouble for this one. And as always, he's got some sort of crazy conspiracy theory for us. I genuinely think you're going to like this one today, Dave. Well, I'm happy to see my heavy, heavy doubts prove wrong. Yeah, yeah. All that and more on another episode of The, the David, David Angus show. show. It's Dave and yeah. It's Dave It's Dave So all of you listening made it through the holidays. Ma'am, I actually had a pretty good holiday season. Right, because you ain't got no children, Dave. I'm not sure if that's why. Oh, it is, and let me count a ways. Oh, boy. Oh, and Angus is going somewhere with this. I got some tips for you at the end, but I'm going to bitch for a second. You have the floor. Well, as you guys know, I have an insane amount of children. It's unbelievable in the modern era. Yeah, yeah. Now, several of them childrens are in elementary school, and them fucking schools love to do talent shows and fucking recitals during this time of year. Right. It's just an excellent way to add stress load to the holidays. Sure. The kids don't like it, the teachers don't like it, the parents don't like it. Nobody knows why it's being done, but it's being done. Right. So I sat through an orchestra, if you want to call it that, but the worst rendition of some Christmas shit I've ever heard. Right. I had to listen to an elementary school choir just butcher the shit out of some Christmas classics. Right. Not an enjoyable time. Well, they're also cute, though. Cuteness does not make up for pitchiness, Dave. They're just little kids. You can tell these kids ain't practicing their work ethic sucks. Now relax. No, it's one thing to hear off-key shit here and there. Yeah, like when you sing. No. Yeah. Whatever. But it's not okay for an hour and a half. That was an hour and a half? Yeah, they just kept dragging new sets of chitrons in front of us. It was awful. Max. Right, but my advice has nothing to do with what I just said. Well, why the fuck did you tell us about it? Because I wanted to explain why I'm in a surly mood. It's contextual. Okay. Now, here's my parental advice, and I gave it on the dipshit files this week. Oh, God. But I wanted you guys to listen just in case. No. no. It's simple. It's about setting expectations. Now, you guys should fast forward this part. Now, we've talked about things like this in the past, but I want you listeners to take a minute and just look at your children if they're near you, or look at a picture of your children. Yikes. Just take a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. <sighs> Most of them kids are going to be asking you for money for years after they leave the house. That's just how it is. Yeah, but you're not going to like it, man. Because they're going to call you up and they're not going to be like, hey, dad, how's it going? <laughs> it's literally a lot of the times like, dad, money, now, send, buy. And it's like, who the fuck was that? Was my child kidnapped? I imagine it is like that a lot. Yeah, the children love you when you give them money, but when you say, no, nah, I don't think so, they're like, fuck you and fuck your face and fuck the family tree. I don't care anymore. Now that says a lot about a lot of things. Shut the fuck up, Dave. God damn it. Dude, it's annoying to have something that you love very much that you watch like shit itself for a year and you took care of it. You're like, I won't let anything happen to you. And then it's like, fuck you, Dad. Right, well, it fucking happens millions of times a day. So. Shut the fuck up, Dave. No, we just make your point so we can move on. Yes, it's time to set expectations, especially if you got little children. Yeah. You don't want them to think, hey, I need money. I'll ask mom and dad. Right. So at an early age, you want them to start thinking of mom and dad as people that take money. Yikes. Mom and dad aren't a fucking ATM. We're the IR fucking ass. Oh, boy. So when grandma throws four fives in a birthday card for the children, take ten bucks. Dude, do it. They'll cry. Of course they will. But your future self and their future self will thank you in the future. Well, are you going to invest their money or put it in an interest-bearing account? Fuck no, that shit goes into overhead. Yikes. No free lunches, Dave. You're their parents. Whatever, let an Angus teach. Anytime money comes into that
that Chitron's hand? You take some. Dude. Halloween candy? We've talked about this. Take some. I agree with that one. Even when the tradition demands that you give the Chitron money. Yeah. Don't. Just don't. No, if they lose a tooth and put it under their pillow, leave the tooth and steal their piggy bank. Yikes. Better yet, smash the piggy bank in front of them and only take half. Dude. You think it's cruel, but they'll never ask you for money. Never, ever. I get the premise. When they're 25 down on their luck, they'll be like, I need some money. I should ask. Nope. Not mom and dad. A lot of people like being a resource for their kids. Well, then this shit ain't for them. Obviously. This shit's for people that are like, no, that's my money. You make your own damn money. I got money for me. You get money for you. I guess if you don't want to spend money on your kids, stop having so many kids. Well, I mean, if you want some of them, you can have them. But fuck no, dude. Deed's done. But then Angus wants to save a few bucks for retirement. Although way more of a chunk of my retirement's dependent on one of my children becoming a professional basketball player. What are the fucking odds of that? Well, since none of the kids like basketball, it's not good. Yikes. Now to recap, steal from your children. Fuck. And for extra points so they really don't want to rely on you, just break some of their shit. Angus, just randomly walk in the room, break something they like. Do not listen to Angus. I know you're not going to, mm. but just in case, mm. don't listen to him. Yes, listen to me. I'm not saying break their favorite shit, but break stuff that they like. What is wrong with you? I'm just helping people parent save a little bit of money. Yikes. This forces the children to be a little bit more self-reliant. It's probably scarring them for life for your convenience and because you don't want to give them money. Well, the ends justify the beans, Dave. <laughs> Did you say the ends justify the beans? Yeah, that's the same. It is, huh? Yeah, what comes out in the end, you know, is from the beans. Okay. That's what justifies it. Okay. Well, can we move on? Tax your children's money whenever it comes in. No. Break their shit. No. And they will likely never ask you for money or ever ask you to help move. God damn it. This is foolproof shit. No. You're fucking welcome. Now let's do a movie review. Whoops. Fuck that one up. Here we go. Movie reviews. Movie reviews. Movie reviews from Dave and Angus to you. Movie reviews. Fucking they're real good too. I watched a movie for you. Listen to me. All right, we sat through a real shit show for you guys this week. Wrong. This movie is generally considered one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah, well, people think shitting in clean drinking water smart, Dave. Yep. I don't know how to address that. Angus wins. No, we're talking about movies. Anyway, Battlefield Earth. Oh, God. David here is not a fan. No. Well, before we get into your very wrong opinion, let's first tell him about the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's based on a 1982 novel by L. Ron Hubbard. Wait, what now? Yeah, the founder of Scientology wrote this movie. Okay. Does that mean anything to you? I still think Barry Pepper's a badass. Right, well, the movie came out in May of 2000. And it's starring John Travolta and two of the greatest actors of all time, Barry fucking Pepper and Forrest fucking Whitaker. That's got a pretty good cast. I don't know why people are shitting on this movie. Maybe it's being maligned by the scum because it's important. I think it's Scientology propaganda actually. It's about space aliens. Sadly enough, I think that's a core tenet of Scientology. Whatever. Barry Pepper, Forrest Whitaker. In their worst movie, in their very worst role. Shit. Well, tell them the premise. Alright, the year's 3000 AD. See. Shut the fuck up, atheist. I'm just saying. This movie follows the rebellion of a bunch of cave dudes. Who are flying hairier jets in the end. Yeah, that shit's cool. Now, you want to talk about cheese bumps. Patriotic. Oh, America bumps, you mean? No, I do not. Whatever. We're following Barry Pepper leading this rebellion against these aliens known as the Cyclos. John Travolta, Forrest Whitaker. Bunch of big names. These cyclos are big. It's John Travolta and platform shoes for 117 minutes. Yeah. And they've been ruling the earth for a thousand years. Weren't they mining gold or something? That's right. Yeah. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but you know, it's a good fact. That movie has bad acting, bad plot holes, bad storytelling in general. Careful, Dave. You know what network we're on. Right. Zach's idea of story structure is whatever the bong water says. That's fair. You didn't like the movie. I wanted to turn it off so many times. This is Dave saying he cares about you. I do. We watched a terrible movie so that we could talk about it. Well, what was the worst part for you, David? Oh, boy. There were some special effects that weren't even good in 2000. 
Oh, yeah, the tongue. Oh, my God. Right? Is that it? The outdated CGI? Oh, that scene in the mall where he's breaking through glass panes for like 16 minutes. That was a bit excessive. And the Harrier jet thing. Angus, come on. What? Humans can learn shit. None of it makes fucking sense. Right. Well, a lot of people shit on because it. Because it's fucking terrible. Well, we're going to find out all empirical life because we're going to give it the full alpha treatment. Well, it gets a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes from the actual critics and 12% from the audience. So there you go. Whatever. What do professional critics and the majority of human beings know? Right. We're going to alpha this bitch and then we'll know for sure. Right. Well, along with all the heavy criticisms came, you know, also a big loss at the box office. Which means diddly dicko. Well, it cost something like $73 million to make. Spaceships are expensive. And it made under $30 million in the box office. Dicko. Well, from what I understand, this was John Travolta's pet project. Okay. You know, he's a Scientologist. I'm not aware. You don't know that John Travolta's a Scientologist? What's his PhD in? Never mind. Well, you got anything else you want to say before we get into the grading of this motherfucker? Um, there was supposedly supposed to be a sequel to this movie. Oh, that should happen. But the protection company that made the movie got sued, and I guess there were some budgeting things that happened that was kind of fraudulent. Oh. So that killed that, and I don't think we'll get one. Hollywood just doesn't know what people want. I'm pretty sure a 3% and a 12% from Rotten Tomatoes is enough for them to know that they should never make a fucking sequel to this movie. Whatever. Let's alf this bitch, and we'll let the people decide. I mean, that's what the 12% is. They did decide. That was before the ALF cinematic scoring system, David. All right, well, I think it was one of the worst films of all time. Bad acting, bad direction, bad special effects, terrible plot holes, and fucking flying Harrier jets that, you know, cavemen learned how to fly. It's a movie, Dave. You have to suspend your disbelief for a bit. Right, well, Harrier jets sitting around for a thousand years probably aren't going to fly. You don't know that. Right, well, anyway, and... People are not going to be able to fly them that were living in caves. They learned on the machine, Dave. That's what we're supposed to believe, yes. Whatever, before we get to the empiricals and do the ALF system, what did David give it? Well, I gave it one star. Out of two stars? Out of five stars. One being the best. One being very, very low. Goddamn, Dave, come on. I never want to see it again. Fucking one star. All right, let's ALF it the fuck up. This better not be five ALFs or I'm going to just leave. I'll admit right now, Dave, that Battlefield Earth is not a perfect movie. You fucking don't say. But I bet it gets more ALFs than you think. Here we go. All right. Now, the first part of the ALF cinematic scoring system is, does it make sense to an Angus? Yeah. I gotta be honest. Not really. Good. But I mean, I get it's cavemen fighting aliens. I get all that. Right. But I don't understand a lot of the political shit that the aliens are talking about. Because it's pure babble. But I got most of it. It's a terrible story. I gave it three quarters of an hour. Out of one full hour. Obviously. That's way too high. Wrong, Dave. Don't question the science. Number two, does it engage in Angus continually? I know. I almost fell asleep a couple times. But to be honest on this one, I did fall asleep for a minute. Right. There you go. Well, I got a shitload of chitrins, Dave. I'm tired all the time. So it wasn't the movie's fault necessarily. It was the movie's fault for me. Whatever. But it did not engage me necessarily throughout the whole movie because of the sleep thing. So I did give it a half an alpha. All right. This is science, Dave. It's very important. Nice. Now we get to the third alpha. Does an Angus give a fuck about the characters? Man. Right. The hero of the movie is Barry Pepper. Right. And I do give a fuck about Barry Pepper, Dave. Yeah, he's a great actor. I like him a lot. So I grant the movie one full alpha. Okay. Now we get to number four. Does it stimulate an Angus's emotional state? I mean, you fell asleep. This is true, but I teared up and I joyed in the movie. Right, but you fell asleep. I gave it three quarters of an alpha. That's too high. Wrong. Don't question the science. Number five. Would an Angus watch it again or recommend it to a friend? I don't want to see that movie again. I don't recommend you guys watch. And Angus disconcurs. I watch this movie once a year, Dave. Really? Barry Pepper and Forrest Whitaker, Dave. In the worst movie of their careers. And Angus grants it one alf. A full alf. It's science, Dave. Yikes. Now, obviously, this movie is not a five alf. Thank goodness. So it doesn't trigger the bonus point stuff. That's right, the extra three-tenths of an alf. But for those of you doing the math at home, you gave Battlefield Earth four out of five alf. That's what the science says. No. So obviously, you guys should check this shit out. I wouldn't recommend it. And who knew people were wrong all this time that it was actually a good movie? Um, I think I'm with everyone else that says that this movie is not worth your time. Whatever, sheeple, fight the Come watch Battlefield Earth. What? The Dave and Angus Show, episode 52, will return right after these fucking stupids. 
Hello, potential customer. Are you tired of insert grievance here? Well, insert company here has the insert product for you. Insert product here has been tested by scientists, and 9 out of 10 experts agree that insert product here is the insert thing that you're looking for. But don't take our word for it. What does made-up human Kyle think? Why well, he writes in, quote, insert product is the best product I've used for insert thing I used insert product for, and my wife's never been more insert insult to husband. Wow. Thanks, insert product here. My insert problem is solved, end quote. Well, you're welcome, made-up Kyle, and we here at Insert Product look forward to doing business with you. So when you need to fix insert problem, think our insert product. We're the industry leaders in insert product or service this commercial is for. That name again is Insert Company. Don't forget, Insert Company. Insert website here. Insert Company. We care about you. And we now return to the David Anger Show on the Scatcast Network or whatever. Top on the internet that we like to watch and that we also don't like to watch. Yeah. Top five of the David Angus Top 5 for you, for you. Right, Dave and I have compiled two top five lists here. And there were a lot of parameters to this one. Right, this is our top five popular things on the internet. They're both fun to watch and hard to watch. Right, so two separate top fives. Yes, and it couldn't be anything illegal or sexual. Right, and it couldn't be movies or TV or podcasts. Right, well, I think as we go through this, people will get it. Right. Well, I still don't think I get it, but let's do it. All right, let's do the hardest things to watch. Okay, you start it off. All right, my number five is a whole genre of videos that seems to be very, very popular. I said no porn, Dave. Yeah, this is definitely not porn, just making sure. Yeah, it's just people eating. I'm not a big fan. How dare you, Dave? I know you love it, and no disrespect to Randy Santel. Greatest of all time. Yeah, I just don't really like the sounds, and it's not for me, and you make me watch it all the time. Yeah, I do. All right, my number five. Please stop emailing me those videos. Whatever, Dave. Please. Well, I bent the rules a little bit on this one. Not surprised. The internet is like 65% content and 35% condescending commercials that I want to punch the creator in the face whoever made them. So your number five is commercials. Basically, but mainly the ones that treat you like you're like six. I know what you're talking about. Basically, an Angus wants to wet noodle some marketing executive faces. I feel like you're not alone. Yeah. What's your number four? Yeah, my number four are some of the weird TikTok challenges. Okay, boomer, as my kids would say. I'm not against TikTok. There's a lot of funny shit on there. But like the skull breaker challenge, that was stupid. Right, I remember that one. The fire challenge, just lighting yourself on fire. Yeah, my neighbors did that, what, milk crate challenge? Yeah, and there's the full face waxing challenge. They just get more sadistic. Yeah, well, you just don't get it, Dave. I don't want to. That's my number four. That's fair. All right, my number four is celebrity cringe. All right. I get that they're people and that they have their own opinions and stuff. Good. But I still think they're dumb and should shut the fuck up. Okay. And I can't believe how much effort is spent on covering celebrities' lives. Now people want to know. Whatever. When Angus gets preached to by a celebrity, yeah. and Angus will often do the opposite of what that celebrity's saying to do. Okay. For example, if one of them self-absorbed narcissistic cunts is telling me to save the rainforest, yeah. I won't help them. Okay. Yeah, fuck them, Dave. If you say so. It's not like these fucking celebrities are in between takes in their trailer reading Dostoevsky or some shit, Dave. I'm sure some of them have. Whatever. Remember when they all sang Imagine? Yeah, vaguely. Dude, that gave me cheese bumps all over my body. My butthole had cheese bumps on it from them singing out of key and yeah. stupid. You calm down. Whatever. That's my number four. What's your number three? Yeah, I stumbled across this. I don't even know fucking how, but it's crime scene cleanup. Shit. Yeah, it's uh, gross. It's very gross, yes. But it's popular? Seems to be. What the fuck do you have to be watching to have that be part of your algorithm? I don't know, but it caught me off guard. Sounds fair. All right, number three. This is a thing that my wife likes to do constantly, yeah. and I can't, I don't understand it. Okay. She watches these videos of these people that their toes are just fucked up, Dave. What do you mean? Their toenails are all fucked up. Okay. And so these videos are just people from around the world helping these people and fixing their toes for them. Man, that sounds kind of interesting. It's really not, Dave. It's hardcore. You can see why a lot of people wouldn't want to watch that. It's just like a nice lady grinding down on some other person's toe as they're like screaming. 
Really? No, there's really not any screaming. Okay. But still hardcore, man. I'll be in bed just kind of sleeping, you know, and then I'll open my eyes and I'll look and I'll see the screen of what she's watching. I'm like, God damn. Right. And then my nightmares feature a giant toenail man chasing me around. Okay. It's not ideal, Dave. Right. I'll tell you one that's not ideal. My number two. Let's hear it. Parasite removal. What is You don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. Sometimes people will get bug larvae underneath their skin. Get your fucking what? Not like flies and fleas. No, no. Now I'm watching somebody bust open their skin and them scurry out. Oh, fuck your face, Dave. I'm saying I don't like this thing, but I know it exists and I know people watch it. This is giving me a weird kind of bumps, like fuggle bumps. I'm getting fuggle bumps down my spine, Dave. That's not good. Well, I'm adopting that onto my list now. Right. Fuck you, Internet. I'm sure we're just scratching the surface here. Yeah, I'm tempted to ask the listeners what they think, what their top five would be, but I do not want to know. Right. All right, my number two is uh, pimple popping. I have no idea why people think that's great. I am not a fan. What the hell's wrong with y'all? I'd say thank goodness for people like that because they obviously can handle body stuff and, you know, those are doctors and nurses. Yeah, well, nasty. I have a hard time watching that stuff. All right, so what's your number one? My number one. I wrote down mean shit. Well, that's kind of vague. Well, I mean, it's just so disheartening to see how people mm. treat each other on the internet. Right. I mean, whether it's comment sections, attack videos. Everybody's cunts now. You get a lot of traction on the internet if you're a huge cunt. I feel like that's why I like the internet, Dave. Yeah, well, well, all right, time for an Angus's number one. Let's hear it. All right, Steve, give me that drum roll. The hardest thing on the internet for an Angus to watch, people getting kicked in the bowels. Really, that's it? Well, when an Angus sees another person kicked in the bowels, an Angus kind of feels like he's kicked in the bowels, like 10%. Well, well. We've watched three or four videos where it's just compilations of dudes just getting mashed. Yeah. And I've never been the same after we watched that one kid do a backflip off that cliff into a fucking tree trunk? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no way he didn't disintegrate both his bowels. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. And what made it worse, it was sandwiched between silly shit. Right, like guys purposely dropping bowling balls on their dicks. Yeah, which is bad enough. Yeah. But fuck the internet for its infatuation with crushing bowels. Alright, that was our top five worst popular things on the internet that aren't a whole bunch of things. Yeah, we got caveats on this one. Alright, well, let's do our top five good things. Boom, start it off. What you got? Alright, well, I like any video that makes the world smaller. Explain yourself, David. I like videos that show us into the lives of people from around the world. You like snooping? No, I like people making videos and saying, hey, this is where I live, or this is where I've been traveling. Mm -hmm. It just makes the world seem smaller. Well, kumbaya, Dave. Yeah. All right, my number five is pet videos. Okay. I think it was a point of the internet in the first place, and, you know. I didn't picture you as a pet video guy. A good day for an Angus starts with cute critters, Dave. Really? Yeah, you give me a kitty video, a bunny video. Oh, this is news to me. And Angus is like the American tax code, Dave. Okay. I'm very complicated, and no one understands me, Dave. Probably would have been easier if you said you were like an onion. Yeah, and Angus doesn't fuck around with cliches, Dave. Right. Okay, so your number five is pet videos. With a preference in kitty and puppies. I don't know why, but I'm surprised you shared that. Even the legendary Oswald Navigator cares about puppies, Dave. Yeah, yeah. All right. My number four is how-to videos. How-to what? How-to fucking anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That might be one of the very best parts of the internet is you can learn to do just about anything. Yeah, it's like, how do I change the windshield wiper blade on my 1989 Toyota Corolla? There's probably a video for that. That is good, but doesn't it incentivize people to not try and learn how to do shit because they just got it in their pocket when they need it? No, I don't think so because then you learn how to do it and you carry it with you always. Yeah, in your pocket. No, in your noggin. I don't know. I forget a lot of shit I do. Well, that's because you're drunk all the time. That's true. All right, my number four. Yeah. Stupid human tricks. All right. Remember that show back in the day, America's Funniest Home Videos? I do. That's what the internet is now. Yeah, it seems like it. It blows in Angus's mind how many people are filming themselves doing stupid shit from day to day. Yeah. And what a person will do to be famous, David. It gets pretty weird. But some of the stupid human tricks are pretty damn cool. Yeah, there's a wide variety of talents out there. It always puts a little extra oomph in an Angus's step when he's looking at people doing kick-ass shit. Good. Because an Angus is a man of the people. Oh, God. All right, what's your number three? Yeah, my number three is all the people that are cooking on the internet. Oh, that's right. You don't like watching people eat, but you like watching people cook. Yes. That's weird, Dave. You like the first part of the process, but not the second. I don't know why that's weird. I don't want to watch people take a shit, and that's the third part. Fair enough. So I feel like I've learned a whole bunch from watching people cook. And yet, 60% of your diet is chips. Well, I didn't say I want to fucking cook. I just, you know, I like watching them cook. So you're learning stuff you'll never do. Yes. All right. All right what's your number three? Well, it's a genre of videos where everything just is smooth. All right. They're like compilations where everything fits together perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but I watch them all the time. Yeah, where things are perfectly lined up or symmetrical. Yes, that's an Angus's happy place, I guess. I didn't know that about you either. Yeah, tax code, Dave. Right, right. All right. So what's 
What's your number two thing on the internet that you like to ingest? Right, that's not a TV show or a podcast. Right, or... that's not a fucking lot of things, right? right. It's actually people dancing. People dancing. Yeah, I never knew it, but I fucking like watching people dance. What kind of dance? Pretty much all the dances. Or like river dance? No, I mean, maybe, I guess, but no, like just dancing. The Macarena? More like, you know, just coming up with their own stuff. The boot scooting boogie? No, I like break dance competitions, hip hop dancing. Is there any dancing with chips? I'd watch that. So Dave just wants to see it gyrate to a syncopated I mean, beat. I really like good dancers. Yeah, but not if you're a geek off the street. You gotta be handy with your feet. What? Earn your keep. What the fuck are you talking about? Regulars mount up. Okay, whatever. What's your number two? My number two is people eating on the internet. Yeah, food challenges. Fuck yeah. I wouldn't be so against them if you didn't inundate me with them. I'll make you watch You've them. literally tried to. Yes, you do. You should respect these masticational champions, Dave. What? Now, people think food eating's all about the digestive tract, but it's really about the jaw. I doubt that. Randy Santel's jaw is ten times stronger than a normal man. Fight me. Yikes. You know it's true. Think about it. Okay. If there's ever a national emergency that requires chewing power, man, we're calling Randy Santel immediately. Yikes, dude. And Santel doesn't stand alone. Rain is an amazing eater. There's 13 dudes with beast in their name. That's fair. And on top of everything, it's kind of cool to see what these restaurants around the world have come up with to challenge these food eaters. I'm, I'm very much into that. I think that's really neat. Dave just doesn't like to see people fisting it into their faces. No, not really. All right, that brings us to what? Your number one? Yeah, my number one is very simple. Memes. Memes. I think it's the main reason I internet. All right. I think some of the greatest comedians of our time are unnamed memers. That could be. Yeah, so I like memes. All right. Well, that leads me to my number one. Steve, give me the drum roll. All right, here we go. Number one popular thing I like on the internet? Closed circuit TV footage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have seen some of the weirdest, craziest, most fucked up shit in the entire history of an Angus. Right. Thanks to some asshole uploading some closed circuit TV footage or some shit. Yeah, we've all seen some crazy stuff. Remember Live Leak? Yeah, it's been a while. Goddamn, that was a window into the world, wasn't it? It's amazing what gets caught on video. Fucking A. And also, kind of like a side genre of this, a Russian dash cams. Oh, yeah. I've gotten years of entertainment off the road raging in Russia. Right, okay. God bless a video camera and the internet. Right, so that was our top five popular things on the the internet, I guess. That we like. Mm. I don't know. Could we do a less complicated one next time? Probably. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. The David Anger Show is stupid and you shouldn't listen to it, you weirdo. What's up, scrub? You look like when I say gym that you think of Star Trek like a nerd instead of the place where you get swole. And you should change that about yourself because nobody likes people that aren't swole. So get swole or no one will love you. Calm down. And the absolute ultimate way to engorge your muscles with blood is Alpha Ape Protein Goo. Wait, what is it? Alpha, Alpha Ape Protein Goo. Goo. No, seriously, what? Dude, it's monkey semen. We want you to ingest monkey semen so you'll be like a studly dude. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, but you should, though. Look at you. No, I'm fine. It's cool. Oh, don't you want veins to stick out of your arms like this? Look at this shit. No, I feel like that scares like half the population. That's the whole point is intimidation. Yeah, I'm not really trying to do that. Well, we don't make beta goo. We make alpha A protein goo. Supplement your workouts with the finest monkey semen on the market. Oh. Now, come on, Arby's. Do we have to fucking do this every week? I mean, I don't know. Meat. We've got meat. We know. Weird meat. We want you to come eat it. I don't know. I'm getting heartburn just thinking about it. Got that Wagyu burger. I just don't know why you're so up my ass every week about your meat. We're just excited about meat. You come across really thirsty, Arby's. That's all I'm saying. Just get your fucking ass in the store and put your meat in our mouth. <sighs> Yikes, I don't know what's wrong with everyone here, but now back to the show. It's Angus Blackburn Jr. Conspiracy Corner, As you guys know, this is my least favorite part of the show. This is Angus's attempt to unsheeple the masses. A.K.A. making us dumber. Well, that's something a sheeple would say, Dave. Your dumb, dumb, deluded brain protects you from logic like no one I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a fun one today. One that I think you might like, Dave. Okay. And I'm not sure I subscribe to this, but I just want to share it. Okay. Life is just a video game. That's the conspiracy? We're going to start there. So, simulation theory. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but here it goes. Your life is a first-person video game. Right, a simulation. I've never heard that term. You're explaining the simulation theory. Listen up, sheeple. If you think about it, you're born with no skills. Just attribute. 
be. It's just like you're playing Skyrim or some shit. And you don't remember being born, but maybe on the other side of the servers, you made some choices and you got the skills you have because you choiced them. You choiced now, the first levels of this game, man, you're learning how to play. You figure out how to walk, talk, play with your dick, punch a guy. Right. Now, in this part of the game, hopefully your parents are helping right. you. Not necessarily. Right. They might be your end boss. Who knows? Right. But hopefully there's some allies, but there's certainly enemies. Sure. Probably meeting some new kids. There's probably a squirrel pisses you off. I think that's an Angus thing. Sure. But you got allies like the dog. Right. Probably grandpa. I love my grandpa. Right. And this whole time you're playing, you get little hints about shit. Okay. As a kid, you see other adults playing. Right. And just through observation, you learn things like, I sure as fuck shouldn't do what Uncle Bob's doing with his life. Poor Uncle Bob. And the world drops little hints on you like, you should save your money. As a kid. Oh, the hints are there, but the candy's tasty. And that 20 bucks you got from Grandma in a Christmas card. You could put that in a compound interest-bearing account, but that's part of the game. Deferring gratification. Making moves. I had the tiger shit. What are you talking about? I don't know. Somehow I got into return on investment. What are we doing? So you're a chitron in a video game. And all of your childhood is learning how to play. You go to school. The levels get harder. Hormones make the controls all sticky. Yikes. Your new enemies are teachers. The power structure of the institutions. And now you start to learn about time and how that's the most precious resource in the game. Yeah. But you're a teenager, so you're walking hard on. Right. Or Lady Goose. Lady Goose. So you take all that shit for granted. And the challenges become acne. How to dress your avatar. And so, so many things revolving around your dick. Right. Or again, Lady Dick. Yikes. And more than anything, your peers become a major issue. Right. You learn real quick that most people are cunts. I don't know about that. But this is when you meet bullies and tattletales and brown-nosing teacher boot-looking kiss-asses. Wow. And kids that deserve to be thrown in lockers. These are all questions that you have to answer for yourself. To bully or not to bully. And Angus was bullied and also chose to bully. Right. But the game keeps track if you're a cunt, Dave. Yes. There are many consequences to your actions. Yeah, we've been trying to tell you about them for years. Shut up, Dave. This is my video game theory. Yeah, go ahead. Now, throughout the video game of life, there are many collectibles and scores that are kept. Yeah. While you're in school, a GPA is important. An SAT. How many likes you get on some stupid post you made. Or maybe how many fires you started. I don't know. Yeah. And the whole time in school, you're learning how to play in the sandbox. Right. It's 18 years of tutorial levels, Dave. Okay. And then, boom, you graduate or you drop out or whatever the fuck you do. You don't go to school no more. Right. And that's when the world opens up, Dave. Right. You're allowed to play in the entire sandbox. Yeah. It's an open world. And you can drive cars and shit. Yes. And a whole fuckload of options come your way. And you're leveling up all the time. New things keep coming to your attribute tree. You're like, oh shit, now I'm better at this. Fuck, I can type now. I can undo a bra with one hand. I can cook tacos at home now. It's a good moment. And shit's interesting, but you start at the bottom. Or you look for little cheat codes. There's lots of options. Now say you chose to go into the workforce. You're just about the least economically viable cunt in the game. And it's up to you to figure out what the fuck to do. Right. And your network is dead. I don't know anybody. Well, you put one fucking foot down in front of the fucking other. Maybe you save up enough to get a shitty car. Live with some roommates. But you begin to accumulate possessions. Your attribute tree still growing. Yeah. But no matter what choice you made, whether you decided to go into the workforce or continue your education or become a tradesperson or shake your ass on the OnlyFans, the longer you play, the faster the game goes. The levels get hard, and some of the levels are stupid hard. Yeah. One day you're achieving a personal goal, and the next minute you're scraping an animal you love off the fucking road. Goddamn, dude. It's a harsh fucking game, Dave. I don't know where you had to go there. The levels get harder. Bills, inflation, sickness, family, drama, death, foreclosure. Why is there hair coming out of this part of my body now? Does she still love me? Should I abandon her in the children? Jesus. Why is the dog always looking at us when we're having sex? Okay, we get As it. life goes, your skills get tested. The more you learn about the world, the more you realize, holy fuck, I don't know shit and everything sucks. That's a point of view. Now, there's bigger end bosses and the stakes get higher. More and more people you grew up with are dying. First your parents' generation, then your fucking generation. Your old allies diminish, but new allies come about. And the levels get harder and harder. And the time goes faster and faster. And your body gets shittier and shittier. But your brain stays pretty damn good unless you get all fucked up with that, you know, Alzheimer's. Yeah, Alzheimer's. The game can go very wrong for sure. Big time. But for most of us, the brain stays pretty sharp almost to the end. In the final days, you know, you learn how to use a walker and a wheelchair. How to get young people to be nice to you. How to organize your medications. But all throughout this life, you're getting little dings. Little ding, ding, good things. You accumulate friends. Ding. You get great memories. Ding. You got pictures and everybody has a podcast. So there's hours and hours of you talking about random nonsense. Ding. And then one day the game's over. And who the fuck knows? Maybe you put in another quarter. All right. So that's either a simulation theory or like the video game Roy from, you know, 
Rick and Morty. Whatever. I said all that to say this. Now, here we go. Behind the servers of this game that we're all playing, it's the Atanamuli. I talked to you about them last week, and this is what I've been learning, Dave. The Atanamuli. Illuminati backwards. They're the creatures behind the servers, Dave. What does that even mean? We're in the video game. Right. Well, they're the cunts that made the game. Okay. So they have like a whole world outside of our world. Okay. And they wrote a code, Dave. The Atanamuli. Probably reptilian, probably shape shifting. Most certainly and obviously multi dimensional. And you know this because you watched a YouTube video. My, my education is vast, and it's none of your business. Right. Well, I'm with you. I like the idea of a simulation theory. I don't think it, it holds together in every situation. At the bottom of this universe, at its very core, one zero one zero zero one zero. Dave. Well, that might be true, but everything seems pretty real to me. Well, that's what a mindless, non-playable character would say, Dave. Are you calling me an NPC? I mean, you like chips and sports ball, Dave. What do you think? Whatever. Okay, are you done? No. Now that we know that we're living in a game, we can know that there's some rules to it. Right. If you focus on a specific attribute on your attribute tree, you'll get fucking better at it. Yeah. yeah the more you play chess or shoot free throws or play Sweet Home Alabama on the fucking guitar, the better you will get at Sweet Home Alabama on the fucking guitar. This is a game where we compete with each other, but we cooperate with each other. But you're the only one with a first-person point of view. Right. And as we all know, this game can end at any point. If you're not careful. Even if you fucking are. True. Now, although I just learned this theory like three days ago on the internet. Okay. I'm noticing the game more and more. There are a lot of dumb motherfucking NPCs out there, Dave. Right. Some of them seem to be in charge of the important shit, Dave, like countries and fucking companies. I'm sure. But you can tell this game. You can tell it's glitching. You can tell whoever wrote this code wrote it shitty. I think it's a beautiful world. Whatever the Atanamuli are huffing paint on the other side, Dave, it's fucking crazy in here. Right. Well, again, that's a point of view. Right. So if it is a video game mm -hmm. and the Atanamuli are on the other side, yeah. you know controlling everything, then, uh... Weird. I don't know how to fight the scum, Dave. Maybe you shouldn't fight the scum. Menengus is wired to fight the scum. Menengus is wired all fucked up, that's for sure. Menengus' head hurts, Dave. Well, that's because you're doing the mental equivalent of smashing your dick into a fence post hmm. just over and over again, intellectually speaking. Whatever, you kind of subscribe to the simulation theory or whatever the fuck you call right. it. Well, it's the Atanamuli part, I think, that maybe might be the bashing of your testicles. Hmm. Again, intellectually speaking. Intellectually speaking, you've eaten possum. Indeed, and we'll be right back after these messages. You know, I've heard a lot about people saying, I'm not going to eat bugs. Yeah, I'm not eating bugs. Yeah, but you should. No, I don't feel that way. It's an excellent source of protein. Don't care. They're super abundant. Not a great selling point. And I think they taste great. No. <clears throat> Gross. Yeah, that's good beetle thorax. Look, I know people around the world eat bugs, but I don't want to eat bugs. Mm, this is seasoned mm, just deliciously. Why do you fucking want me to eat bugs? Because uh, they're good for you. Who the fuck are you? Why do you care about me? I represent a think tank of really smart, rich people. All right, I'm certain you don't care about me. You've wanted me to eat poop patties. I think last week you just told me to eat grass. Uh, bugs are delicious. Don't care. I mean, Ants are spicy. Mm -hmm. You like spices? No, I'm not eating the bugs. These little beetles taste like lemon drops. Is there some terrible thing about to happen to all of us that you're warning us about without telling us about it because you don't respect us? No, no, no. I just think people should be eating bugs in the future because yum, bugs. What is this a commercial for? Just for bugs, you know, yum. And who paid for this? Oh, just some concerned, you know, rich assholes that hate you. Yeah, I'd rather die than eat the bugs. That can be arranged. Now back to the David Angus show on the path past Batman. Yeah, that's the best take we're going to get, guys. Once again, Angus Blackburn Jr. is going to tell some bedtime stories to his children and probably scar them for life. And if you listen, you know, the same thing could happen to you. So don't say we didn't fucking warn you. All right, you two, it's story time. Yep. Quiet, no complaints. Now, if I remember correctly, you two are very consistent about wanting teddy bears to be the stars of the story. Right, now, calm down. We're trying to wind down, not wind it up. All right, now let's see what kind of story Daddy has for you. How about this one? Once upon a time, there was a former Special Forces bear named John Matrix Bear. John Matrix Bear. Very close. Yep, 
We're not doing Netflix. Listen, we'll call him John Bear. Oh, John Bear's just hanging out in his cave, man. He's retired. He's served his country. And it's just him and his teenage daughter, Jenny Bear. Jenny Bear. Now, one day when he's just, like, cutting wood or some shit, this old grizzly bear comes up. His name's General Kirby Bear. Kirby Bear. Not even close. Anyway, Kirby Bear's like, hey, all the members of your former bear squad are dead. Oh, no. Kirby Bear. Right, that's better. And they were killed by some mercenary bears. Yeah, I wouldn't even try that one. And this made our hero, John Bear, very angry. And he, like, flexed his big bear muscles. Then General Kirby Bear dropped a bombshell on him. He said the leader of the mercenary bears that killed all his friends was his former team member, Bennett Bear. Bennett Bear. All right, this might be too many characters for a bedtime story. Let me watch Netflix. Nah, so here's the scenario. John knows that a team member has gone rogue, Bennett Bear. Bennett Bear. But what he didn't know is that Bennett Bear was going to attack him. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Big bad Bennett Bear came to John Bear's cave, and he kidnapped Jenny Bear. Jenny Bear. And John Bear tried to intercept him, but he was subdued. He got the shit beat out of him, and then he was kidnapped himself. Oh, no. Yeah, it's hardcore. And that's when Bennett Bear, who kidnapped Jenny Bear, introduces John Bear to a former South American dictator bear. Dick Bear. Right, we'll call him Dick Bear. Well, old Dick Bear used to know John Bear, for it was John Bear's special forces of bears that toppled Dick Bear's dictatorship. Potatoes. Potatoes, what? I'm hungry. No, we're not eating before bed. It's bedtime. Potatoes, no, potatoes. No, don't start with potatoes. Look, John Bear's daughter, Bear Jenny Bear, has been kidnapped by Bennett Bear because Dick Bear told him to. Why? Because John Matrix Bear was the best. And so with Jenny Bear as his hostage, Dick Bear, the former dictator, blackmailed John Bear to commit a political assassination for him. Yeah, that's a big one. And so knowing his daughter, Jenny Bear, was in danger, he said, all right. And then John Bear got on a plane that was scheduled to fly 11 hours away so he could assassinate Dick Bear's political rival. <laughs> so then John Bear's on the plane, right? And he kills the guard bears. And as the plane's taken off, he gets off because he knows that Dick Bear's going to kill Jenny Bear one way or the other. Oh, yeah. So he has 11 hours to get some shit together. Shit together. Yeah, don't say that in front of your mom. So he goes and makes some friends, including a flight attendant love interest known as Cindy Bear. And most importantly, he gets himself a fuckload of guns. Fuckload. Definitely don't say that one in front of mom. Oh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. So now it's time to save Jenny Bear. So he gets like an inflatable raft or something. It's been a while since I've seen this. And he loads up all these guns, including a rocket launcher. Then he leads like a one-man assault on this rich guy's fucking house. Fucking well, shit. Whoa, fucking whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa. Now pay attention. This is where it gets intense. Piss tent. Piss tent. Fucking shit. No, don't say those two words. Piss tent. Where did you get piss tent from? Fucking shit. All right, whatever. John Bear's just out there. He's shooting, okay? He's just shooting, shooting, shooting. He's blowing people up. He's killing 81 other bears. Whoa. Yeah, it's like the most ever. He's stabbing motherfuckers, blowing them up, shooting them. Fucking shit. Fucking shit indeed. Then finally it's Bennett Bear and him. They only got knives. And Bennett Bear's wearing like chain mail for some reason. And they're fighting and there's like pipes and shit. Motherfucker. Yeah, this guy's a real motherfucker. And they're fighting, they're punching, and then finally, John Bear kills Bennett Bear with a pipe through the gut. Fuck it, shit. And then blah, 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 some explosions, and then he saves the day, gets his daughter back. Yeah. Then at the end, old Kirby Bear comes back and he's like, hey, looks like you saved the day, save your daughter. Got a new love interest, Cindy Bear. So Kirby Bear's like, you want to join the military again? And John Bear just looks at him all cool. Fucking shit. Fuck no, shit. He doesn't say fuck this shit, he says, no chance. And then boom, credits roll. Motherfucker. And that's the story of Commando Bear. The end. Fuck that shit, daddy. Oh, that's gonna cost me. And that's our show. Me and Dave are fucking out of here. Yeah, we are gonna be on an airplane and go heading to Florida. 3,000 miles away. And we're going to Disney World, yeah, Universal Studios, and Scott Sacks, just like you, have given us all sorts of places to check out. Yeah, let us know where you think we should go at info at scatcast.com. And we like fun things to see. Yeah, but don't make us walk or swim or some of that shit. Right. All right, thanks to Zach Flannery, our dumb producer. Yeah, Mrs. Scriptkeeper. We done pissed her off again. This Florida trip was quite expensive. Thank you at patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Every dollar helps. Massive thank you to all of you in the litter box. A huge thank you to this month's fat cats. Yeah, Matthew Pernar, Jason Glazer, Donald Fisher, and brand new Lucifina Lightbringer. We love it. Thank you so much. And thank you to Jose Montez, Chris Eason, Sean Burrett, and Lynn Hoagland. These are the Hall of Fame OG Fat Cats. And to all of you who spread the love, the Godhead, the garbage disposal, and all of you that play on our Discord server and in our Facebook shitbox. A huge thank you to our trusted turd triad, Don the Shitbox, Wizard, Chris the Discord, Dookie Slayer, and Bodie the Quartermaster. And a special shout out to Mrs. Quartermaster. Yeah, bartender of the 
Illuminati scum fucker. Yeah, she was running the whole time. Yeah, a lot of drinking went on. Yeah, mainly mushrooms. Oh, all the gruel. I can still taste the gruel when I think about it. Yeah. But Taylor Sullivan, happy birthday. I think we're late bad day, though. And Angus wishes happy birthday to his crew precisely when it means to. Right, well, we appreciate you, your husband. Cheers to many more. Yeah, and again, thanks for our friends in the shitbox. The Skycast Discord. The Godhead. Just a little. Just a touch, a touch, too much. And our buddy Alan in the garbage disposal. We appreciate you. Yeah, we hope you guys are checking out Brian and Joe over at Can You Don't? And Paul over at the Phantasmagoric Oddities Emporium. Shit, yeah, both those podcasts in the fam. Absolutely. Also, you should check out Time Suckers. It needs our help. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dan Cummins is a comedian. I don't know if you guys heard him. Uh, maybe. But he needs our help. He, uh, he doesn't mm. get a lot of promotion. Mm. Uh, the, you know, he doesn't get a lot. Mm. His name's not out there. So what we like to do is help him. Angus, knock it off. Time Suck. I think timesuckpodcast.com. Hope you guys will check him out. Angus wants you to help him get his numbers up. All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week for another Dave and Angus show. God damn, I was really good in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's Bing, bong. I've kicked myself in the dick so many times it flinches every time it sees feet. What? Mm.